Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of Kennedy Sports Pod Volume 2, the soon to be number one sports podcast in the world. My name is Sean Guiney. Uh, we got a short episode today. Uh, time constraints. Uh, I'm not feeling great still. Uh, I'm not really still. I mean, kind of went away and came back. It's like, it's kind of like the gods are telling me not to do this, but I don't, I'm not going to listen to them. I'm going to do this. Uh, so it's going to be a short episode, quick episode, maybe like 25 minutes, I don't know. But uh, we got, I guess, really a lot to get to today. Uh, didn't think I would be talking much about them anymore now that the season's over, but uh, they're in full limelight, and uh, rightfully so for all the good reasons. Boston Celtics have made a big trade, bringing in Malcolm Brogdon, uh, point guard from the Indiana Pacers. Uh, and the return to the Pacers, you would expect maybe Derek Roy, maybe Pritchard Smart... <laughs> Couldn't imagine smart, but I mean, I'll have to imagine either either three of those because uh, none of them were traded, and uh, we got rid of maybe a bunch of scrubs for this guy who's a pretty good scoring option. So we're gonna get to that. Uh, also, we're gonna talk about uh, another trade rumor or another trade, yeah, another trade rumor uh, potentially. Uh, Jalen Brown, we he was doing some weird weird stuff on Twitter lately. Uh, so we're going to get to them. Uh, and then to end the show, uh, a very, very, very funny story that I'm sure some of you may have heard by now. Uh, so we're going to get to that at the end of the show, along with stuff on the internet. But uh, let's just jump right into it right now uh, and start off with Malcolm Brogdon, your newest Boston Celtic. 29, year, 29 years old. Uh, he's played six years, three with Milwaukee, the last three with Indiana, uh, and now he's with the Boston Celtics. And the Celtics traded away Aaron Nismith, Daniel Tice, Nick Stauskas, uh, Malik Fitz, and Jawan Morgan. Uh, and maybe a pick? I forget to do the pick or not. But uh, either way... Uh, Man, what <laughs> Brad Stevens is working some type of magic, and I kind of hope that he maybe does not go back into coaching, and just stays uh, doing what he's doing right now because he's doing some weird, weird in a good way stuff uh, for the Celtics. Uh, it brought in Malcolm Brogdon. Um, oh yeah, the Celtics gave up their twenty twenty three first round pick, uh, along with the five players: Tice, Neesmith. Juwan Morgan, uh, Nick Stauskas, Malik Fitz, uh, in order to get Malcolm Brogdon. Um, I I was not expecting a trade like this. And to not give up Smart or Pritchard or maybe Derek White, I don't know. I mean, I mean he's a player on the team, so of course he's probably a tradable. But, man, that, that this trade is surprising. On a couple levels. Number one, the fact that they went out and actually got a scoring point guard. Because, again, I love Smart. I'm team Smart 100% of the way. But when it comes to scoring, he has his issues. Very, very clearly he has his issues. Uh, in his For uh, Brogdon's career, 
he only averages 15 and a half points, which I'm it's understandable. It's understandable. The guy has had like inconsistent coaching every season. I think he's had like four coaches in six years, something like that. Three have been in Indiana, or yeah, yeah. He's had he's had a bunch of coaches, uh, and I guess he never got along with really any of them. So I'm starting to I'm starting to maybe I think that maybe the reason why he's kind of got a low scoring total uh, is because of just the inconsistent coaching. I mean, the guy's good. He can score. Uh, 2020, 2020, 2021, that season, he averaged the most points in his career, 21.2. Uh, then last season, he averaged 19. But before that, his career in 2016 as a rookie, 10 points, 17. Uh, 2016, he had 10 points, 2017, 13, then 15, 16, then the 21-point uh, season. So there was some type of jump. Uh all in all, I think this was a good trade. And this is, I think, a guy that we need. Again, the points may not show it because, I mean, I don't know, in comparison, it's like a uh, smart career. Uh, I didn't have it in front of me. I just thought it was right now. Uh, Marcus Smart, in his career, uh, scoring-wise, he averages only 10. <laughs> only 10 points a game. But you, you, you think of it. Some of those games, especially the last maybe two seasons, they've been what's the word, like, impactful. He's had impactful scoring nights when he does score. When he doesn't score, it's the same effect, but negatively. Um, so, I mean, I guess you're getting, just knowing that you're getting a guy who's at, who's averaged five more points in his career, I guess looking at that as, like, a good thing. Because, uh, I mean, yes, maybe the starting, the starting five next season, I'm going to guess... Is gonna be Rob Tatum Brown Smart Brogdon, something like that. Maybe some nights Derek White. Maybe some nights Pritchard. Cause I'm not giving up on Pritchard yet. Um, yeah, I think that uh, this was a, a needed, necessary uh, improvement. And I'm surprised that Celtics actually did this, bringing in a guy like him, uh, Brogdon. Uh, He's, I mean, he's not one of the best players in the game. Maybe, I don't know, top 30. Maybe top 30. But he's he's going to have an impact. He's going to have a good impact. And this that he's a guy that the Celtics need. He's a point guard who, I guess you can say, has reliable scoring nights. I just hope it comes down to coaching. And with Ime Odoka... After just one season, I can confidently say that I think Brogdon's going to be a great fit with Udoka. I think that Udoka's coaching style is strong. It's a strong. He has a strong presence, and he he he. It looks like he knows what he's doing out there. Sometimes, I mean, he had a few hiccups every one every here and there, especially like in the playoffs and in the finals, but. I think that was Brogdon's struggles and just inconsistent coaching, like what four four coaches in six years. I mean, I'd expect I'd, I'd expect a guy like Emil Doka to be the run who turns it around. So, um, 
another, I guess, interesting note uh, is the fact that Indiana uh, with Nick Stauskas, uh, Malik Fitz, and Juwan Morgan being shipped there, three guys who were like the last three guys on the roster. Indiana guaranteed all three of their contracts. I don't know what that was about, but I just found that to be interesting. I mean, no offense, but none of them have potential in this league, unfortunately. So the fact that they're getting that, I mean, should be like a blessing for them. So uh, I just found that interesting. And the fact that, again, we did not give up a point guard in return for another point guard is also interesting. Nismith, I'm not surprised that he's gone. I maybe kind of expected him to be traded uh, this offseason uh, just because, I mean, it looked like he just wasn't going to be a fit anymore with Udoka. Look, he was, Udoka was phasing him out, unfortunately. Uh, hopefully, I mean, best of luck to him. He has potential. Um, hopefully it'll work out for him in Indiana. And Daniel Tice, once again, is being traded away. Loved a guy, but he's not. He wasn't. he wasn't the same in his short time with the Celtics this season. He wasn't the same. So, I hate to see him go, but I'm also not surprised that he's gone. So, I mean, I guess it, it, it kind of works. I think that Indiana was maybe just looking at the first-round pick because they're going through a rebuild, and they probably just want to accumulate as many first-round picks as possible, uh, Oklahoma City style. We'll have, like, 12 over the next three years. Um, they're probably they're, That's probably what they're looking at. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter where it falls in the first round. I mean, lately we're seeing guys who get picked 20s starting to pick up their game and getting a lot better. So, um, yeah, I'd expect uh, I'd expect that Indiana was maybe just looking at the first-round pick. But also, I mean, a lot more because you're not going to give up Malcolm Brogdon for a late 2023 first-round pick because it's going to be high 20s. It's not going to be like in the teens or low 20s. It's going to be in the high 20s next season because they're the favorites next season. I don't know if you know that, but Celtics are the betting favorites to win the NBA Finals next season, which is good news, I guess. I don't know if people who take bet- betting seriously and are engaged in betting probably think that's great news. Me, on the other hand, I mean, it's been a long time. Um, so, Brogdon, welcome to Boston. Uh, Jalen Brown, please stay in Boston. Uh, it was reported, I mean, not really reported because, I mean, he clearly liked a tweet on Twitter. The Instagram, uh, the Twitter account that he liked, uh, first off, their handle is Bantonio Clown. Uh, and maybe just a little bit of backstory. Uh, Jalen Brown just signed with Donda Sports, who's, uh, owned by Kanye West the rapper, or I guess the real name is Ye. He illegally changed his name to just Ye. Uh, not Dr. Ye, our doctor, who will be on next week's episode. Uh, should have been on this week, but uh, things didn't line up, so you'll be on next week, hopefully. Kanye West. Uh, yeah, Kanye West. Uh, he owns Donda Sports. Uh, one of his other clients, uh, I think clients, I think he's actually more than just a client. I think he, like, Actually, like runs helps runs the help runs the agency is uh the get the name the player uh used to play with the Patriots and rhymes with Bantonio Clown uh, and that would be Antonio Brown uh 
So that's a little bit interesting. People think that there could be a burner account involved uh, involving Bantonio Clown and Antonio Brown. Uh, but the tweet that Jalen Brown liked on Twitter from the handle Bantonio Clown was uh, Jalen Brown is so disrespected by Celtics fans. Partially true. It is partially true. I'm going to admit it. I think I was maybe one of them, unfortunately, who disrespected Jalen Brown, uh, I think, last season. Uh, and I think maybe a little bit this season, even though I like, just started it. So actually not this season. It, was, it had to have been last season, but I know I definitely disrespected Jalen Brown. But I came around to him uh, smartly uh, in the late lately uh, because the guy's a great player. He's going to pan out to be a great player in this league, hopefully here in Boston. But, I mean, it, it, the tweet is not lying. It is 100% straight facts. <laughs> um, he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. He really does not. Uh, people l- lately have looked at him as he's per- like permanently second tier to Tatum, which I mean is true, unfortunately, but understandably, it's probably not great for the guy's psyche to know that. Well, I'm never gonna get better. I'm never gonna be better than this guy, so I maybe don't know if I want to play here much longer. I mean, that's gotta be true. That's gotta be what he's thinking in his head. If I'm not ever going to be better than this guy, according to the fans, according to the media, then I don't know if I want to play here where I'm going to be second fiddle for the rest of my life. I mean, that that's reasonable, right? I mean, you got to believe that the Jalen Brown's probably, he's 100% thinking that. So this tweet liking Twitter activity by Jalen Brown is uh, concerning. It is concerning. And uh, especially with um, the funny story that I guess I'm going to tie into this bit right now. Uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of this fucking hilarious story that's been just in the news daily for the past, I forget how long, two weeks, I think. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are imploding. Kevin Durant wants to trade. Kyrie Irving wants to trade. Uh, I think the over-under was maybe three years of them lasting together. The first season where both of them were hurt, that does not count at all. So they lasted two seasons together. They lost last season in the Eastern Finals. They got swept out of the first round this season by the Celtics. And they're gone. All done. Time to go. They're packing it up. They're going their separate ways. Um, I'm not surprised that it's happening right now. Um, it was gonna it it was absolutely gonna happen, a hundred percent. Right now, I'm, I'm I am a little surprised that it's happening this early. I I mean, with Kyrie Irving, I should not be surprised with anything because he kind of started it all. But uh, to bring the nuts into the Jalen Brown situation, uh. It was reported, or not really reported, but uh, I guess thrown out there by Scal, Brian Scalabrini, NBC Sports Boston. Everyone loves him. Former Celtic, White Mamba. Um, he threw out there that Jalen Brown could be like the Celtic centerpiece in a Kevin Durant trade to Boston. Um, I'll pass. 
I will 100% pass on that trade. Brown has starting as Brown Jalen Brown is starting to show his true colors, and I want to see this guy blossom. I want to see what he becomes over the next two three years. I don't want Kevin Durant. I I'm I'm all set. I'm sorry. I understand he's top five right now, maybe top ten. Yeah, he's a, he's a top 10 player in the NBA right now, but I'm I'm not trading for him. I'm not trading I'm not trading away Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. Uh I mean, guys what 34 um 33. He's in his 30s. Uh I'm concerned about his injuries. I mean, he has played healthy. Health he's been healthy somewhat. Uh past two seasons coming off that Achilles injury. But uh yeah, no, I, I I'm just I'm I'm good. I really do not want Kevin Durant. After seeing what Tatum and Brown did this past season, was Marcus Smart, was Al Horford, was Rob Williams, was Pritchard, was the bench guys, Derek White Derek White, Grant Williams. And the fact that we made it to the finals, game six, where um one guy showed up ironically who was it? Jalen Brown. I think I think I'm all set. I don't. I think that Kevin, bringing in Kevin Durant might solidify us getting a title, but I think that was a extra baggage that's going to come along. I really don't want. I really don't want it. I'm sorry. I really don't. I just don't want to know what. I don't. I don't want it. No. I'm good. I will pass. Sorry. I'm gonna pass. I I want to stick it out with what we got. If it doesn't work in three years, sure, let's bring in Kevin Durant. Maybe he'll maybe then he'll be I don't know better suited for this team. But for right now, with everything that he's got, uh, the contract I don't think is great to take on uh, for the Celtics. Uh, I'm good. I really don't want to trade away Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. And the return to the Nets is going to be more than Jalen Brown. Like, it might, it will be, like, Brown, Smart, maybe Rob Williams, along with a couple picks. And I don't want it. I'm good. That's that's a little too much. It's unnecessary. It's an un, uh, it's uh, it's unnecessary. Leave it at that. That's the best word for this situation. It's unnecessary. And uh, yeah, I mean we we just got we just got Malcolm Brogdon. We should be fine. We should be fine to win the title next season. Um, so yeah, I'm all set with uh, Kevin Durant. I don't want him at all. Not at all. I, yeah, no. So that's that. Uh, the Nets, they're imploding. Uh, not surprised at all. And, uh, yeah, that's happening as well. Um, all right. Uh, that's basically going to do it for today. Um, it was going to be a quick episode. Uh, again, I'm not really feeling that great, so I don't really want to go on for much longer. Um, unfortunately, I mean... I almost really did not want to do it today, but 
I didn't do it last week. I'm not going to take two weeks off. Not happening. Uh, especially now that I'm restarting. Uh, I'm not taking two weeks off because I'm not feeling great. You got to get back in here. got to get back on this grind. So, uh, all right, let's wrap it up with stuff on the internet. A uh, couple months ago, uh, people did not like Joe Rogan. <laughs> people did not like Joe Rogan a couple months ago because um, COVID, uh, like misinformation, um, like fake news about COVID. I forget. I wasn't paying attention, so I'm not going to like really speculate on it anymore because I don't remember. But uh, everyone knows Joe Rogan. He's got he's got his podcast. Uh, he signed exclusively to Spotify, like hundred million dollars. Um, and people were uh, demanding that he gets removed from the platform, and Spotify was not going to be doing that. It just did not make any sense, and so they said, "All right, well, too bad we're not because we're paying this guy way too much money to just let him go." Um. Neil Young, uh, in return, said, if you're not removing him, remove me. And a bunch of people started removing themselves from Spotify or asking Spotify to get removed. Removing themselves, removing their music from Spotify. Uh, Neil Young like started the movement. A bunch of other people followed. And uh, I guess a couple, month, uh, a couple months later, all those artists expected people to forget uh, because now a lot of them are asking to be put back on Spotify. Uh, I guess, I don't know, they realized that, oh, this is where all our money's coming in. We can't, I need the money, and I don't really care about trying to make a statement uh, at the time that I was. So I would like to make my money back, please, because I want it. Just like the Nets implosion, I'm not surprised that this is happening as well. Nobody's going to state, nobody's going to say no to free money because, I mean, Spotify is what, number one in like music streaming? If they're not one, they're two. And if they're not two, then I don't know what's three. I don't know who's ahead of them. Because I can only think of what, like Apple Music and Spotify. Like it's those two. Those are like the two big game. Two two big dogs. Um, like that's where the money comes in. And sure, I don't know what the total is. It's, I think it's like point zero zero six cents per like download or stream. Um, but I mean still, that's money. That's still money coming in. And to say no to free money, I mean, you're pretty stupid to just say no because you don't, you want to make a stand against something that wasn't going to happen at all. So, uh, just like the Nets implosion, uh, I'm not surprised that this is happening. Uh, sure, they're all a bunch of old heads, uh, a bunch of people who I did not know existed. Uh, so, I'm sure that they need the money because I don't know them. I'm sure a lot of people don't know them. So, I'm sure that they cannot say no to free money. If it was like a Drake or like somebody who has like endorsement deals or somebody somebody like that, then maybe I can understand. But a, somebody, a nobody, yeah, they're not going to be saying no to free money. Absolutely not. They can't afford it, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, interesting, I guess. I don't know. Note about this world today. Um, so, all right, I'm done, I'm tired, and, uh, this was a very long episode, only 25 minutes, um, 
It's whatever. I'll be back next week. We got a lot more to talk about. Uh, something that we've been talking about a lot more because I love it and I want to be a driving force in bringing this topic back uh, to the region, pretty much. Uh, college football is going to be making its return to the show uh, permanently. It's going to be a recurring topic. It's going to be a recurring topic um, on the show. Uh, and there's some big news. There was some big news that went down last week uh, involving my conference, the Big Ten. They brought in USC, Southern California, and UCLA to the Big Ten. And if you look at a map, their next close, the closest opponent to USC and UCLA is Nebraska. Not to mention, they would have somebody is going. One of those two teams is probably going to end up playing Rutgers maybe once a year, which is in New Jersey. Plus Wisconsin and uh, Michigan and Michigan State and uh, Minnesota, uh, Ohio State, where it could snow in October, a snowstorm. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a topic that we're going to talk about next week, um, and a lot more often. Uh, but that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. Tell your friends, tell your mothers, tell your mother's friends and your friends' brothers, and I'll see you guys next time.